The judgy opinions expressed on this reality TV podcast are not backed up by any professional degrees. While Jamie and Jesse are experts in everything, they're certified in nothing. Comments made should be taken with a grain of salt, a glass of Pinot Grigio, and a sense of humor. Enjoy this episode of Judgy and Juryish. Well, Jesse, we made it to our third episode. Can I you believe, believe it? Hallelujah. <laughs> Somehow, I don't I know. know how we've stuck around even this long, yeah, I know. but we're here. Seven days goes by really fast now. I know it like, does. Again, we're already here. <laughs> here we are again. But like secretly, not secretly, I love it because it like so gives us I. an excuse to hang out and ignore our husbands. I know. It's amazing. <laughs> I I'm love like, it. Gotta go. I gotta go work on the podcast. Yeah. Meanwhile, we're in here like cracking each other up and like, <laughs> oh. I guess you can call it work. I don't know. We're not getting paid for it. So it's uh, whatever. Right. Yeah. What do you call it? Therapy. <laughs> God, that was quick. Yeah. Good one. Yeah. Um, okay. So I honestly, I want to catch up with you, Jess, but so much happened. I know. And specifically, I'm talking about the Megan and Harry interview mm-hmm. with Oprah. Mm-hmm. So I kind of just want to cut to the, yes, cut the bullshit and let's right. just get right into it. And I think it's important to know that we've had, you know, when we talked about it last time, it was airing that night. We were going to yes. watch it and now everybody's had almost a week to digest it. Yeah. And it's kind of, taken its own a life of its own mm-hmm. and I guess we can just get into there, it. There oh god, it's so much activity on I Twitter, know. so many memes, so many comments. Oh my god, people are getting canceled. Oh left and right yeah. all over Megxit. I know. I mean, this is crazy. And we're saying I was telling Jamie that uh, I did see a picture there was like a meme about Oprah you know, kind of like sitting back and she's already done her deed and now she's just moving on to what's on her Super Soul Sunday and what's going to be the next like book on the Oprah Club and, you know, the Oprah Book Club and, uh, you know, so. I could just picture her like wiping her hands like, okay, my work is done here. Moving on. Super Soul well, like, Sunday. England's imploding. Yeah. And their entire Literally. Is, yeah. Going through it right now. getting canceled right. because of Oprah's interview. <laughs> yeah. Oprah literally has that much power, by the way. Oh. Totally. Jeez. I believe it. Okay. So, um, uh, you know, obviously the interview went down and I was shook mm-hmm. by a lot of things that oh I heard. Oh my God. It was better than I could have imagined. First of all, I literally couldn't get enough of it. No, it was good. And actually yeah. Steve watched it with me. And, you know, as you know, like I'm not super into the Royals. Right. I don't follow whatever, but I'm definitely following oh, this. this. And I, Megan sure. and Harry kind of fascinate me, but Steve was totally into it. And he's yeah. like, Whoa, what'd she just say? Yes. Rewind it. And I'm like, yeah, she just said that. So yes. I honestly, I even knew this is how like psychic I am. I knew the gravity of what was going to happen because mm. we've never seen this, no. not with Oprah, not on CBS, national television, where the world is waiting for this to happen. Mm-hmm. It's, it, I knew, and it was just as, it did not disappoint. No, shit went down. No, totally. And let's talk Things about were it. said. Yeah. So I guess the first note I have is that, um, I had heard, and I don't know if this has been confirmed, but everybody's trying to figure out whose house it was yeah. in Santa Barbara right. or Montecito, you know, that they had it. I heard it might've been Rob Lowe's house because I hear he has a sprawling pad mm. over there and he's neighbors with mm-hmm. Oprah. So, and I've also heard maybe it could have been Ellen's house, but I oh. don't see it. Honestly, Ellen has so many houses and I, you know, she like, will get a house 
do it, like fix it up and then move. Yeah. I have zero idea. It, I whoever know. had it, it was a beautiful backyard. Oh, everybody was like commenting yeah. on the landscaping. How nice the, the lawn was. Oh my yeah. God, it was amazing. And then the chairs, of course, this is all over Twitter, but the chairs, I guess, were either designed by or something by Peter Brady right? the Brady I, Bunch. Yeah, I was like, Bra- Peter Brady? Like, I know, this came out of nowhere. Good that he did something else with his life. Thank you, Peter Brady, for yeah. those chairs. And I guess they retail for like $550 a piece okay. and they've totally sold out Yeah, because oh. as they do, right. if like oh, Megan yeah. and Harry and Oprah are sitting their asses in these chairs, mm-hmm. they're going to sell out the next mm-hmm. day, which Now, do you they think did. that was in Rob Lowe's backyard already or that they... I don't... Did it for like the set... There was like a set producer who well, put it together. Well, the thing is... If it's a multi-million dollar house, they probably did not have to do much. Right. However, even rich people can have poor taste. Mm-hmm. And this is mm-hmm. Oprah and mm-hmm. this is Megan and Harry, mm-hmm. like the interview mm-hmm. of the year. Right. So I would imagine that like there were some things that got zhuzhed. Yeah, definitely. You know, I mean, I don't know. Uh, I'd be shitting my pants if that were my house. I'd be like, oh I my know. God, everything needs to look perfect. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then, you know, they, I thought it was interesting because in the beginning, Oprah made sure to kind of put out a disclaimer like, hey, no subject is off limits. There were no pre-interviews. You don't know what I'm going to ask mm-hmm. you. Um, and also, Megan and Harry didn't get paid for the interview right. is what Oprah is right. saying. And I believe that. So do I. Um, and so getting right into it, Megan you know, she had a lot to say about the Royals, but I, she said something like the image of the Royals is not real. Oh, this I thought was actually, it gives me chills when I say it. Um, Megan said the image of the Royals is not reality, but the problem is you're judged based on the image, but you're living the reality. That's, I just thought that was so well said and oh, it really resonated right. with me. Like it's, it, I said, it's like prolific. It's it is very, and it's, um, telling of what she was going through. I mean, yeah. that, and that it is, we all have this idea, mm-hmm. but not until you're actually behind those closed doors and mm-hmm. seeing how it's really going down Yeah, that you get to really experience what it is. Yeah. And I can't imagine anybody, uh, that's got to be hard for, no matter how privileged you are to be a royal, mm-hmm. that's got to be so hard to live up to the image oh, yeah. and not the reality mm-hmm. and not show the reality. That's mm-hmm. the thing. Right. No matter what's going on, right. you just, you, it's like, you can't show it. Mm-hmm. So I thought that was interesting. Um, and I also loved, well, first of all, they announced that they're having a girl, which right. I thought was really cute. Yeah. Um, they actually got married three days before the huge spectacle wedding, which mm-hmm. I love. It is really sweet. They had their own moment because and they loved it. They seemed to, they said that that was like their favorite part. Yeah. Which I mean, I can totally, I would want that too, because mm-hmm. that wedding, it, that's not their day. Mm-hmm. That's not their own. No. That is the people's right. wedding. Right. Really. Right. And I mean, I'm no like princess or part of a royal family, but that's honestly how I feel about weddings in general. And oh, I don't yeah. put anybody down who has a wedding, but I just know that I didn't, you know, my husband and I got married basically at the uh, Beverly Hills courthouse yeah. and then we surprised my family with our wedding on a farm. Yeah. And I, it costs zero dollars. Yeah. Zero cents. Super low key. Yeah, right. And uh, I think that, um, them, it, it, there were no more happier because we did that wedding. Right. And I didn't have to worry about, does Susie want the filet or the lobster? Is that a good option? Or is that, you know, there's something that goes with having this massive, and I can't imagine a $40 million wedding and having 
to think about all of those things. No. And they said it was the, them two and who was the third person? Like the bishop or something. It oh. Was somebody oh. like major that oh, was the person yeah. that married him. Oh yeah. Who was it? I can't remember Oh my God. That's said. crazy that yeah. neither one of us made a note about that. You're right. right. And probably whoever's listening right now is probably screaming right. at their phone going, it was so-and-so. Was yeah. Maybe we'll follow up with yeah. that on social media, but you're right. It was somebody. I'm sure it's somebody for the Catholic church. That's. Mm-hmm huge. Oh my God. I have no idea. I should have made that note, but I didn't. Um, so then they, of course they start talking about the tabloids that were starting to come after Megan calling her hurricane Megan. She was mean to staffers and that she made Kate Middleton cry, Mm -hmm. which was a turning point for her. And you know, Megan said in reality, she never made Kate cry. It was actually Kate who made Mm -hmm. her cry. She did say that, you know, Kate, was apologetic and did apologize, brought her flowers and mm-hmm. kind of made good on everything. Mm-hmm. But this was kind of a turning point for Megan. Cause she's like, you know, the Royal family is just going to let this falsehood mm-hmm. circulate throughout the tabloids and make me look like a monster. Mm-hmm. And basically let me take for, take the fall for something that actually did not happen that way at all. And that's kind of seems like when she knew she cannot rely on the Royals to protect her. Right. They were not going to have her right. back. And I also think the press being involved that, that there, and I think Harry mentioned this when he came on, or maybe she did, that there is some kind of dance that the royal family does with the press. Like mm-hmm. British tabloids are known for being completely um, ridiculous sometimes. Oh, yeah. I mean, beyond They're out so there. Entertaining. I mean, oh, so, <laughs> so, and so I think they were trying to also, but they wanted to fabricate this relationship that they were hoping probably was going to be sustainable, but it's been like ripped out from under them about this um, Megan versus, um, oh my God, why am I, Kate, that they they wanted this kind of like, they wanted to create this whole rift, which there might've been yeah. a little bit, but I think they're really hoping to go somewhere like with Like the it. hero versus the villain, right. which by the way, you and I have talked about, Jesse, they don't do this with men. No, they, people love to pit women right. against each other. No, and I this know. was a, just a perfect scenario of that. Yes. You know, why can't they just be sister-in-laws who actually like each other? Right. Why does one have to be, and you know, show how catty they are and how like, yeah. so it is, you're right. It is like a very, um, kind of, uh, misogynistic take oh, yeah. on, um, and we see it with everything, but they were mm-hmm. hoping to really get away with something, I think, here. Yeah. And that the and that you said, like the turning point for her is that the royal family didn't do things to discredit that. So yeah, Jesse, I mean, I totally agree with you. I, I just I hate, I'm so sick of the treatment that women get, you know, especially, you know, when you're high profile like that. I mean, you know, they pit women against each other, always talk about how catty a woman is or she's showing too much skin, but yet dudes who like want to show the V at the bottom of mm-hmm. their, you know, stomach and their six packs, which I'm fine with, but they never get called out for being no. too uh, provocative right. or showing too much skin. You're right. too vain. You're too, and it honestly, it pisses me off. Mm-hmm. And <clears throat> to see this go down with them, I can totally see how they made Megan the villain. Mm-hmm. And sh- of course she's being blamed mm-hmm. for the whole Megxit. It's called Megxit. Right. Oh, I love that. She was surprised. She's yeah. like, God, what they can do with like the name Megan. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> what they, what they can, can do yeah, with it. Yeah. They're yeah. so creative. Right. But of course that even is blaming it on her. Totally. Of course, Harry had nothing, nothing to do with to wanting do with to leave. It, it was yes. this bitch Megan. No, I know. I do not subscribe to that. That pisses me off. And I did, I do believe her when she says, I didn't make Kate cry. Kate made me cry. Right. You know, I do believe her when she says that. And who cares? Kate's probably not a monster either. No, they had a little, but this is spat. the thing like historically with the media, as long as it's probably been around. And I don't know back in like thousands of years ago on a scroll somewhere, where they had to like <laughs> etch it in. Maybe they were still talking shit about a female back then yeah, too. Yeah. But 
I think it's, um, it's, if you look back, it's always females. It's, you know, it's, um, uh, Camilla, uh, with these girls, Princess Di. Um, there was some, there was one more female. I was thinking, oh yeah. Uh, yeah. It was, yeah. Camilla. No, um, Fergie. Remember Fergie? There was yes. a whole thing with Fergie. You're exactly right. It's she was always, too fat. Yeah. She was too outspoken. Right. She was, she and, and also, by the way, this prick, um, disgusting child predator and uh, Prince, Prince Andrew, Andrew can just roll around, right. you know, that you know, nothing said right. about, I mean, I'm right. sure things There's have some been things said. That, yeah, it, 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 I mean, there are new sources that do keep kind of tapping on it and mm-hmm. that they're, they're trying to protect, they're trying to figure out, navigate it. The yeah. royal family is. Yeah. So, he is like the one male I can think of where there's like some crazy, you know, accusations as if he is a child hanging out predator, with Jeffrey Epstein, yes, please put his ass on blast. Thank I want to know, I want yeah. everybody to know about it. Absolutely. And yes. But you know, when there's like a rift between like, Oh, she made me cry over this, you know, whatever it's like makes, you know, this news, it's so ridiculous. We don't need to no. have all this like shoved in our face all the time where it's like females against female. Look at what this female now did mm-hmm. and look what this person now did. And I don't know. I just think it's, it's, they take it too far for they sure. They take it way too far. And I'm just like, God, oh, why can't they just be yeah. sister-in-laws who like each other? Right. And who knows? Maybe they do. I don't know. They seem like they might be two, two different women, like personality wise. But this is what it's going to say too. Sorry. And mm-hmm. you're like burping and oh, I'm yeah. like, <laughs> I was like, let me take this moment of pause to like cut you off. I tried to turn my mouth and I'm all, well. What I was going to say about that is I think the difference between, so saying like historically or just like kind of currently in the last like several decades that we've seen these females be like, you know, kind of slathered all over the place and what, not slathered. What's the word? Like ripped a new one smeared smeared. thank you slathered smeared (laughs) like it starts with an slathered (laughs) anyways um smeared like through the press um the difference between megan and all of them is i bet you they were raised to kind of take it it comes with the territory and she said I'm so happy that I lived this American life. I worked at a yogurt shop when mm-hmm. I was 14 years old. Which people are calling her out on and saying it can't be true. Oh, really? Because they're like... I she worked said, at GNC when I was 14. Okay, she said she was 13, I think, though. Oh. And that's the... So that's another thing, you know, we'll talk about. But like people are saying... Oh, Lord have mercy. I know. They'll I mean, find anything to tear yeah. this chick apart. But I did think about my first job at GNC. Yeah, like, I remember your job I was at giving, GNC. I was giving people advice on what supplements to buy. <laughs> Like, I had no clue. Okay, you guys, meanwhile, Jesse's pantry was filled with Dr. Pepper and Coke, and Jesse would eat like two chocolate chip cookies for breakfast yeah, every morning. And a Tostitos, uh, whatever, those mini pizzas yeah. or something. Yeah. <laughs> oh, but anyway, take this supplement. It'll I give know. You a six yeah, pack. Was, this works really good. Um, anyways, but like, the, I think she had this American life prior. Um, and maybe that's the difference because she's like, I'm not going to. So much so that she couldn't even, like, it was insurvivable, you know, basically. Yeah. So I think that's the difference between her and the other females prior to this. Like, yes, they, they are, they are raised in it. They know to be more submissive. Mm -hmm. I respect a girl who isn't submissive, as you know. I know. (laughs) Teen Megan, go girl. And there are interviews now of Di, Princess Di, and I think it's post, um, you know, being uh, the divorce where she kind of gives these clues and hints as to how, difficult it is to, yes. to live within the system. And it like, would be impossible right. for me. I cannot, it goes against the grain of like, I think a, being a human being in yes, a way, like it, how do you, we are not built to sit in a cold castle and be lonely. Mm-hmm. And I just, I see Diana and I see Megan. I picture them both at one point 
in their royal, you know, when, when they were part of the royal family being so lonely and nobody giving a fuck, like the royals just being like, Oh, well, you know, deal with it. And I feel like that's their attitude. Deal with it. Deal with it. I, I don't have time to hang out with you today. Like, and, and, and show you around the garden, like just deal with it. You know? So I just, I can, I can picture Megan and Diana both being really lonely. Mm -hmm. And Megan said that. So we'll get to that too. Mm -hmm. I thought it was really funny. So like, look, Megan is, she's good looking. She's articulate from what I can tell. Mm -hmm. She's very intelligent, uh, well-spoken, but she's funny too. Cause I thought it was, <laughs> I thought it was funny when, um, Oprah was like, well, yeah. And the tabloids went after you, you know, for even like eating avocados during a water shortage or something like that. She's yeah. like, well, God, that was a really loaded piece of toast. <laughs> yeah. I know that was a good comment. She I got that. it. You know, I have it written down as like avocado gate. It was yeah. like such bullshit, you know, like it get is. over yourself. Right. That's how far they went mm -hmm. to tear her down. But I thought that was pretty funny. That was quick. Um, and then, you know, Megan talks about, I think Oprah brought it out in her, the different standards for Kate and for Megan. One's the hero, one's the villain. And you and I just talked about mm -hmm. that. I mean, it's just very clear that that is the image that was being That was the story portrayed. they wanted to tell. That's right. Whether, whether that's reality true, or not. Yeah. They were yeah. going to make it happen. Yeah. And then, you know, Me Oprah says, were you silent or were you silenced? And mm -hmm. I'm glad that Oprah articulated mm -hmm. that and asked that question. And Megan had to say, she's like, I was silenced. Right. Um, and she, as also many of them are. I'm sure you have that. That is just such an old mm -hmm. institution. There is an image to protect. Um, and yeah, of course I do think she was silenced. Mm -hmm. I do think that you mm -hmm. cannot say, you know, what's on your mind when you're in the Royal family. Um, but that's when she kind of realized too, like, Hey, the Royal family is really not going to have my back. They are, they're, they're willing to lie to protect themselves. They are not willing to stand up and protect me when lies are being told about me. Mm -hmm. And so that was, and I think that that's how Megan and Harry found themselves in an interview with Oprah. This is just my take. I have no idea. But what I take from it is that she felt for, I don't think they wanted to be sitting in those chairs having an interview with Oprah. I really don't. No, I think they would rather be in England with, I really think they would I think rather she was be back down. There. Like yeah. in the beginning, I think she was, she was so yeah. down to like conform. But like when lies are being told, you know, over and over and over. You're being made to look like a villain. Nobody's protecting you. You're lonely. You are suicidal. Like mm -hmm. all these things are going on. You know, once they finally got out, I feel like she feels like she has to tell her truth because now she's like, look enough already. You guys mm -hmm. have told all these lies. Mm -hmm. Everybody has the wrong picture of me. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm going to sit here and I'm going to tell you what's really, whether I want to or not. I don't think she wants to say these things and mm -hmm. bring all this heat on herself. Right. But I feel like I would want to do the same thing. If a bunch of lies were being told, um, about me and nobody was standing up to protect me, mm -hmm. you better bet your ass. Like I'm going to sit in a chair and I'm going to tell the world, no, this is what really happened. And the truth usually is somewhere in the middle, right? Mm -hmm. You have the Royals. They're going to say they're not a racist institution. They're going to say mm -hmm. whatever well, I mean, to the protect them. Is making like the statement saying that these are concerning allegations yes. and that she seems to be, you know, possibly pursuing, you know, to see what is really going on Yeah, to kind of investigate, Hey, right. maybe we need to right. make some changes. But I guess the point is like, the truth is usually somewhere in the middle. Mm -hmm. So I think that you know, uh, but I think that mostly, I think Megan came off mm -hmm. as truthful. Mm -hmm. I think she was very articulate. I don't think she has any reason to really tell blatant lies mm -hmm. about the royal family. So I, she came off to me as 100% believable. Um, do I think that maybe the royals have a different um, 
idea of what the truth is, or maybe they mm-hmm. believe things mm-hmm. opposite of her. Yeah, yeah I'm maybe. sure. Maybe. The, but the, the thing is, as an audience, we just have this right now. Right. So until, and, and maybe they can get Dr. Phil involved and they can have a, you know, <laughs> well, because if have Dr. the Royals Phil gets involved, on, we're going to get to the truth. Yeah. But they can have the Royal family can come sit next to them and then Megan and Harry, and then they can all be in the same room. Like, but for now we are going to be drawing these conclusions unless I, it, it's, you know, they're saying it to us flat out. She was basically, it seemed very honest and there wasn't any hesitations, only some hesitation on like Harry's part, you know, naming people. But I really do believe this is all we have to go on. And so yeah. until they release a, you know, there was that statement the queen made, but until there's a real, that we get to either talk and maybe they will never do this, but I want to think this is so big. I do want to see how they're going to navigate. Like, where does this go? Like right. where, what is going to happen now? Yeah. Are they going, is there going to be an interview? Is there going to be like a public state and not, not just a public state and written down on a piece of paper, but like, you know, some kind of press conference or something, I don't know, right. by the royal family, because all we have is what Megan and Harry talked about. Hello, it is Ryan. And I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. With the Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I was going to. Well, maybe it didn't come out. You guys, I'm very sorry. I did have a boozy brunch earlier today with my girls. I was wondering if you were going to drink or not. I did, but I knew I couldn't go too far because like, if I get super day drunk, like this episode would would never happen because I would be sleeping right Right, now. Right. Um, anyway, okay. All good. All good. (laughs) So I'm like, while I'm trying to make my statement, I'm watching Jamie turn to the side and burn. You should just let it go on here. That oh, might be yeah. really endearing. I mean, <laughs> the audience will love it. Yeah. I love we, it when Howard Stern does it. I literally <laughs> love it. Like, I love when he does it. I used to love when Jillian Barber used to, like, burp on the on yeah. the news. Remember Good Day yeah. LA? Like, she would literally just burp. Like, what like, are you going to do? News yeah. people are no fun. Like, <laughs> no, her I and know. Dorothy Lucy and Steve Edwards were the, were the best. best. Yeah, LA newscasters. They were Nobody amazing. even comes close to them. No. Um, Anyways, okay. yeah. yeah. So, you know, and then the, she, you know, they, they both said that the queen was wonderful to them, which I, be, I believe that Harry's close to his grandmother, but I also believe like, okay, you can talk shit about the Royals and that's already a big deal, but I do feel like they're just not going to go there with the queen. Like mm-hmm. if the queen has done things to disappoint them or anything racist or, you know, just anything bad, like what they were talking about. I don't think they're going to bring that down on the queen. I think that's just a step they're not going to take. So you're saying even if it existed Mm -hmm. and it's happened, Mm -hmm. Megan and Harry would not. I think that's where they draw the line. I do believe. I was believing because they were like, she's basically like, don't 
come for her because she's all good. Yeah. It's which people, if it, Harry made it seem like there are powers that be like below her yeah. that kind of actually manipulate her or manipulate the situation. Okay. So she is this public, this is how I took it, that she is this public figure. That's the queen mm-hmm. and this image of the queen. Is she really making major decisions at 90 Seven years old, probably not. Yeah, at a certain there are point, counselors or whatever she called, yeah. she called them. How did she refer right to hand them? man? I forgot exactly. She's like, who are know. they? And like, they are. Oh yeah, council- something there's high some up kind of yeah, but family. they but they basically are major decision making people. Yeah, and there's like two or something. Right. Where she asked like how many, but I think that maybe the queen really is like what? Like they asked you about the color of how dark this baby's mm-hmm. going to, what, like this might really actually be news to her. I Yeah. And it, it might be, yeah. it might be. I think that it's a combination. If I were to guess, I think it's a combination of the queen probably has been lovely to them. Mm-hmm. I believe that. Mm-hmm. And I believe that Harry is close to his grandmother, but I also believe that if there were things that they wanted to talk about with the queen that wouldn't paint her in a good light, I don't necessarily think they would go there. Okay. That's I, yeah, my thought. I, I see what you're saying. And yeah. I, who knows? Too. But she is the I still want to think like, well, maybe, yeah, she really is somebody that is. She's lovely. Yeah. Um, and so then Megan asked at one point, the higher ups, you know, can I go have lunch with my friends? I've only left the house twice in four months. But basically she was told, hey, you're already getting a lot of heat in the press. You know, um, maybe you should lay low. So essentially, <clears throat> essentially they told her no. And I, I, she said something like, you know, I felt like I was everywhere, but I was nowhere. Mm-hmm. And that really resonated with me. I think I got goosebumps at that point mm-hmm. too. Um, and my first thought was, God, she was lonely like Diana. Yeah. You know, Diana seemed, mm-hmm. you know, there's all these reports and even Diana said in interviews, she was just deeply lonely mm-hmm. living in that castle or whatever the heck it and was. And she even asked, like you said, like she can, can she go to lunch with like a friend? And they said, yeah, you need to lay low. And, um, and it basically, it's like, this image of her had it taken on its whole, a whole life of its own mm-hmm. outside, but it's not her yeah. actually physically doing it. It's just like the stories that are being made up or that are circulating about her and that she hadn't left the house. Like she's like, but I haven't gone anywhere in this long, you know, two yeah. months. I haven't, I've gone, I've gone out twice in the last two months. That's and we can all know, mm-hmm. you know, through the pandemic neck, now we're on the verge of like the biggest, like mental health crisis right. for people that did have to stay home or who were able to work from home and get their groceries delivered. I mean, you to not see somebody in like three dimension for like that long, it affects your mental health big time. Yeah. We are not meant to do that. We have no. not evolved. We are not like humans are not meant to be like that alone or, like no, that for that no, long. Right. You know, there are some severe I think maybe introverts who, you know, and I've known a few who, mm-hmm. who enjoy a lot of time to themselves, mm-hmm. but she definitely says, she's like, God, I just wanted to go have lunch with my friends, right. but I was essentially told, no, it's not like they like shackled her and said, no, right. you can't go. But if they tell you, if they advise against it, essentially that's, you're not going, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. um, I would hate that. And, um, so, oh my gosh. Well, then also she talked about that which I still don't understand and I'll never, I'm not going to do a deep dive on it, but basically that Archie was not going to be a prince. Mm -hmm. There was no explanation given according to Megan and that therefore he would not have security. Mm -hmm. So that was a huge, obviously that was just a huge thing for them. Well, if our son's not going to have security, well then we're going to move to another country Mm -hmm. and like, we don't feel safe. I don't know. There was this whole thing. This to me was 
where how I was like following the story and basically like my experience with this was the like climax of the where I feel like it all came together because she did say like, you know, I'm a wife. I'm a, um, I, did she ever get an official title? Like she was a Dutch. I don't know what she I was, but anyways, know. she was like all these things, but then she became a mother when she was pregnant. Right. And that is the most important title she's going to hold. Yes. And I think that, you know, the, the start was the lie that wasn't, um, that they didn't do anything to, um, dismantle the lie about her making or yeah, her making Kate cry. That was like the first kind of inkling of something. But then when it turned into, you know, without having this title, which is kind of the, she alluded to, this is the first time this is happening within Mm -hmm. the Royal family. He's a direct, he's direct lineage to the queen. Absolutely. He should have a prince title Mm -hmm. that they're choosing not to do that. Why? And what comes with that? No security. I think that was, truly a turning point and Harry saying how that basically how dangerous that was because not only are you not um, discrediting these rumors and saying that no this is not true so you're I'm basically going to become hated Mm -hmm. I'm already hated Mm -hmm. in the press and they're just going to keep going with all of this Mm -hmm. and there were a lot of um, headlines that they kind of like quickly like put up there that Mm -hmm. were horrible I mean just like with the British uh, tablet I mean they're awful um, that you're, you're, this is happening and this is becoming like a beast unto itself. Mm-hmm. That's happening where I'm going to be hated. Now I'm going to have a child that is not going to be secured. Oh, hell no. And there's no yeah. security. That is a dangerous situation. It's a very, very dangerous situation. Mm-hmm. And I don't think they really were concerned that, oh, our son needs to be a prince for the glamour of it or anything mm-hmm. like that. I truly, it's like, okay, but if you're telling me my son's not going to be a prince, and that means he gets no security. You go into like mom, like mama bear mode. Yes. I need to protect my child. Right. Um, it, I believe it was a very dangerous situation, right. but also you can't help but question what is different. And people can have so many different opinions on this, but why was Archie treated differently? Right. And it, you can't you can draw like the obvious conclusion, right? Which could not be the conclusion, right? But it, maybe there is something that could explain it. But please, I want that side to but explain I it to us exactly because yes, then you're going to leave gonna... my mind to wander, right. which is where the race issue mm-hmm. came up. You know, you, they, they can't, some people can't help but wonder: is it because she's a woman of color mm-hmm. and Archie is the first? child of color, mm-hmm. you know, in this Royal family, who knows? I don't know what the answer. Nobody I knows what the answer not. is. I really want to hope course, not. I want to, I want them to come back and be like, no, actually it was this, Megan this, and, and this. Harry are assholes and they yeah. did this. You don't even know this, but they did this. And now we can't, here's why yeah. Archie's not going to be a I would rather that, but, but it seems like none of that has happened. Yeah. Unless they can tell us otherwise, what else are, what other kind of conclusion can we draw? Like help us because yeah. otherwise this is the conclusion we're going to draw. Mm-hmm. So do something to help educate us a little bit more if that's not the case. Yeah. And, you know, I think that, um, like I said, that this was such a, um, and I, I think, I mean, you and I talked about this. We had to like, stop just so everybody knows we were talking so much about this prior. Like it's almost like we We have nothing to talk about here, (laughs) (laughs) but I did think that like, Harry suffered the trauma of the loss of his mom at a very young age. And I think he's had all this time to process the why and the how, and he's probably been exposed to all the different ins and outs of what happened and has formulated his own kind of take on Mm -hmm. 
maybe how that was preventable. How could it have gone different? How could I still have my mother today? And I think that very much colors his quick kind of like, let's get out. Like Mm -hmm. I'm going to swoop in because I cannot have another loss like that. And him even saying that his dad of all people should understand for what he went through with Camilla, yes, that they it, could relate on yes. some level, but that's right. not happening. Right. His dad was taking his With calls. Diana, like that, there was a loss of his wife. I just closed all my rings. Right. Oh God, <laughs> you guys, show you. hold on. Who cares about Megxit? <laughs> right, uh, Jesse, the big one-upper uh, overachiever, just closed all three of her rings. Yeah, and it's Apple ironic because I'm sitting on a couch. Yeah. and have not. Oh, st- and I just got up. the yeah. Thank yeah. you. I just got the <laughs> notification on my watch that Jesse closed all three. Rings. And I had to close my stand goal still, and I'm sitting on a couch. So it just shows you oh, this watch. You're still having me, but so it still whatever. Makes me feel good. I did anyways. the boozy brunch this morning yeah. while you were running. <laughs> <laughs> but, anyways, I think that that was such a. When I, I try to find like the psychology behind things, like why people behave the way that they do, and I, and I feel like, you know, for Harry, I think that that was such an incredible uh, event. <coughs> now she's like sneezing. God, guys, I'm, I'm trying to look really, her in the eye and talk to her. I'm sorry I'm human, okay? I'll try not <laughs> to be burping. human. She's sneezing. Please don't fart because I'm like two feet away from uh, you. I'm sorry, but I don't do that. I'm a lady. No, yeah, you don't. Thank you that so never much. happened. That doesn't happen. Um, but anyways, yeah, I feel for Harry because I, you know, we want to look at his responsibility in yeah. all of this and his role in all of this. And it wasn't mostly like Megan had a whole half, the whole first part was just with her. And to see how he reacted and the decisions they made afterward, I think that's coming from he's going to protect his family. Yes, and the part that like it made me like almost emotional is that because he they were not provided security. I'm sure they have a shit ton of money. Yeah, but that the money he used print the money that Princess Di left to him. So oh. that in a way, I was like, oh my god, his I mother is mothering him and providing the support that you would hope of, yeah, of from the your, grave. Yes, yes, I. So Steve and I heard that part too, and that really gave me all the feels mm-hmm. as well. Cause it's not that like, okay, they're not trying to say like, oh, we would have been on the street if it weren't, if it weren't right. for my mother's money, you know, but he just said like, thank goodness my mom, you know, kind of set me up and had that money. Otherwise, you know, right. things if I would- was disconnected from them. Which is almost like being disconnected from like, it's like so like Scientology or yeah. something. It's like, boom, you're gone. You're gone. Yeah. You're out. No, yeah. I mean, I, I loved that part too. And I love that Diana had that money set aside and like took and care of her boys. To, what they used it for. Yeah. Right. And what they used it for. But yeah, going back to Harry, I respect the hell out of him protecting his wife. To me, he comes off as a loving husband, protective over his wife, over anything. Mm-hmm. He is protecting her over... That he ca- probably carries the weight of the world on his shoulders for them at night in bed and her, you know, being suicidal and, and him seeing her in such agony, but then him trying to think about, am I really going to leave the Royal family? That is a big, big deal, but he did it. I respect it. They're going to be fine. I love it. I think it's progressive. Mm-hmm. And I think that he put his wife's health first and safety. And I just, what other conclusion can you draw? Who gives a shit if he's shaking things up in the Royals? Mm-hmm. Who gives a shit? This woman says she did not want to live. And by the way, you and I talked about this ahead of time. Regardless of whether she's a villain or not, whether she is lying in her interview or not, or whatever you believe about Megan, 
I 100% believe her when she said she did not want to live. That broke my heart. And when a woman or any human being says they don't want to live, can't stop. Don't bully her online. Don't, call, don't, don't not believe her. Don't do stupid memes that mm-hmm. may, I just stop, have mm-hmm. some empathy. Right. She said she didn't want to live. That is a horrible and dark place to be for in. Anybody for anybody to go. Anybody. Yes, and to get to the point where she did, couldn't even trust to be alone with herself That's and her right. thoughts. And she said that. And that made me almost emotional when I was watching it is when, when Harry had a big event to, to go to, she was supposed to accompany him. And he says, look, I don't think it's good that you go. You're not feeling well. She was suicidal. And she said, but I don't think I can be alone. Meaning if I stay here alone, I might do something. Mm -hmm. I mean, I have chills right now. I just, I, I think it's very dangerous when you're talking about somebody who's suicidal, Mm -hmm. who's for lack of a better term, her brain is not functioning, functioning properly. Right. Don't judge her, wrap her in your arms Mm -hmm. and support her regardless of anything. And I don't, and don't give me this bullshit, Bethany Frankel, Mm -hmm. um, that, well, oh, cry me a river, you know, your tiaras and your this and all your money. You can be the richest person in the world and still want to kill yourself. Right. And that is awful. It is. So that was really my big takeaway is that I 100% support what they're doing. Mm-hmm. I think that she was struggling and actually struggling is not a strong enough word. She was not wanting to live anymore. Mm-hmm. There is no other choice to make, but to just peace out royal family. Mm-hmm. My mental health comes first. Yeah. She was like in crisis. Yeah. She was in crisis. Exactly. So she did what she had to do to save her own life. Mm-hmm. That's how I feel. Mm-hmm. Um, of course the racial thing came up and that mm-hmm. was so shocking to Oprah. There's all these memes and everything, um, of Oprah's face, but you know, I was shocked too. Mm-hmm. Um, do I think that like I said it last time, you know, the royal family, the way I see it is they have a lot of progressing to do. I don't know what goes on in there. Um, but my take is that they have a lot of progressing to do. Yes. So can I believe that there's some racism in the institution? Probably. I can. Mm-hmm. I can. Do I know that for a fact? No. But you know, when you sit on a jury, the judge tells you, uh, they give you all these legal instructions, of course. But one of the instructions he gives you is you literally, it's as simple as, you need to use your own human instincts to tell whether a witness is lying or not. It's as simple as that. So, you know, while I'm watching the interview, my take is I, I believe Megan. I don't see her as a liar. That's my take. I know all these people are fact checking her right her right, right now. And maybe some things she said weren't a hundred percent truthful. I really don't know. But to me, she came off as articulate, intelligent, truthful, and hesitant. Mm-hmm. Oprah drew out of her a lot of things where mm-hmm. she was like, okay, yeah, I was silenced. And by the way, when she said I was silent, she chose that word on purpose. She didn't want to say she was silenced. Mm-hmm. She said I was silent and she's a very smart woman. And she said that on purpose, but Oprah of course is yeah, had, equally right, smart yeah, and was like, oh no, viewer. honey, were you silent mm-hmm. or silenced? Mm-hmm. And I'm glad that she, you know, came out with it. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, that's my take. I could go off forever, but I told you this before the, we started recording. I'm just kind of sick of women the double standard. I'm mm-hmm. sick of us not supporting women. And I'm talking women don't support women a lot mm-hmm. of the times. Men don't support women. We critique women for every effing yes. thing. And I am 
so sick of it. Mm -hmm. So I think that's part of the reason. My number one reason for being team Megan and Harry is that I believe them. Sorry. I don't think she's a monster. I think she's probably a good human being and she did what she had to do. Um, But I also am like just so effing sick of us trashing women. And I guess I'm talking about the tabloids, you know, we just, we love to tear women down and it freaking pisses me off. way over it. I'm over <laughs> like, it, I'm dude. I'm totally over it. Yeah, I know. support women. Right. But, you know, yeah, not 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 to deep not to beat a dead horse. Right. It's probably like a bad way to say it, but but they do. They try to villainize her. They try to make it seem, you know, um and I know people are trying to prove that she is, you know, the sole reason why um all the things that bad that happened happened. Well, yeah. I'm sure everybody plays a role and maybe there is some things that they did. I don't, but it's like, until, like I said, until that other side tells us, yeah, I'm willing or, to listen to it, yes. willing to hear it. But all right. I can say is they come off as truthful to me. Right. I don't think I'm not out there fact checking because I don't think there's any reason to, I think that she right. was truthful. Yeah. Um, but yeah. And then I, You guys, I'm so sorry. This boozy lunch was not a good idea. Um, or brunch or whatever the hell. Um, I also had a note, you know, obviously it's just so sad that Prince Charles is not taking Harry's calls. Mm -hmm. It sucks that this is, you know, putting a wedge between them. I think that Harry needs his father probably now more than ever. And also his brother. It's sad. I think his brother. I feel like he needs his brother, which I think that they are going to come back. He I just said see that just happening some too. time needs to pass yeah. and they do need to process and digest and see how this is, how the pieces are going to fall. But they are family. Yeah. And yeah, family are. dynamics are, you know, always crazy and people fight and you know, this just in every family, everybody's yeah. got their own dynamic. I still like, I don't like his dad. And I never have. No, he probably because I was cold. such a like, yeah. And I just don't, I don't, I, and he seems disappointed by his relationship with his dad. And I don't even know if he's expecting much back. You know, yeah. I do think that there was probably a lot of, he harbors a lot of resentment towards his father with his mother and Camilla and all the stuff from as a child that he's processed. But I also don't think that, um, he still probably wants his dad though in the situation. Yeah. And he does want to keep that, maintain a relationship with him. Yeah. So, I mean, I think that we've hit all the major points. Mm-hmm. I think that, you know, Harry said he feels let down. Um, his relationship with his father and his brother, it's strained. Um, I don't know. I, it, it's, it's all, I, I'm team Megan and mm-hmm. Harry, and I really want to see them thrive. And also, I don't know why people are making such an issue or even bringing up the fact, well, they got, you know, Netflix money and Spotify money. Cool. Go get a yeah, check. Great. Great. Go yeah. be moguls. Go right. be multi-billionaires. Right. What is the pro? What is, what's the problem? Why are and they you have mad? Like a whole cause in mental health? I mean, they have a whole, you know, they have something they're working towards. Right. And they still want to do this, you know, philanthropic work. And they're still, that's still their goal through all of this. And they still, I think she said something like, they still want to honor what they were going to be doing, you know, mm-hmm. that they were going to be doing like this you know, being of service to yeah. the world and how they can do that and finding the ways that they were going to do that and the causes they wanted to be yeah. part of. Which I, pre- I I love. I think they're both good people. I don't know. I'm not here to trash them. I know, I know there's a and lot like of hot I said, takes I'm on the this same. thing. But... Like, I, I'm the same. I'm, I'm team them. And, in, and like I said, unless... And Dr. Phil has both families in the studio together. <laughs> be Dr. Phil. Yeah, Sorry, to. Oprah. She's already moved on to Super Soul Sunday. <laughs> or they duke it out on like Family Feud or something. I don't know. I just, yeah. I can't, um, this is all we have yeah. to go off of. Yeah. But it so was a pretty, um, 
yeah, crazy interview. Mm-hmm. It shook the world, mm-hmm. shook me to my core. Oh, yeah. Um, but I don't know. Maybe there's more to come. Right. Maybe this is it. But right. I ca- but I am excited to see where Megan and Harry go. Mm-hmm. Let's get that Spotify money. Let's get that Netflix money. Let's see. Right. What are they? They're going to be, they could be like the biggest thing since sliced bread. Oh, yeah. Like they could be anything they want. Yeah. So let's see what they end up doing. Right. More to come. Um, really quick though. I know yeah. you're going to, you're transitioning over just because I don't know if we're going to ever talk about Oprah again. I don't know. <laughs> I, I, I don't, I don't like... think she fits into the judgy and jury ish. No. Well, maybe she'll do another interview. I don't know. Right. But I did want to say, um, I loved her so much. I have like the 20th anniversary, like DVD. Oh, I love Oprah too. I'll, I think yeah. I watched it like two years ago. Like oh, yeah. I love the history of yeah. all of her shows and all those things. Um, after she quit or she doesn't do that show anymore, I kind of like got a little bit annoyed. I'm like, what are you going to do now? Like yeah. now we don't have you as like, you know, an audience to kind of watch you give us like the daily, like, you know, things that we should be doing and the things that we should be buying yeah. and everything. I have a friend who they were staying in recently uh, not pre-pandemic though, um, in a hotel in Santa Barbara and every, like they were there for multiple days, like over the weekend and every day uh, they had heard like at some point while they're outside and it's this beautiful hotel, it's like called the Rosewood something. They would hear this cheer, like eruption of like people cheering and they heard it one day and I think they heard it like another day. And so they asked their waiter, like, what is going on? Like what, where are all those people? Like, why are they cheering mm-hmm. so loud? He goes, Oh, we have weddings here like all the time and Oprah takes it upon herself to crash the wedding <gasps> to give them like a, like a wow, like she just does it on her own. So you're saying Steve and I should have gotten married in Santa Barbara. <laughs> <laughs> so we could get I a think it's Oprah, funny is Oprah like, gift. Oprah, it's just like, I would never do that. I'm just a, just like the ego on her yes. to be like, no, I don't care what kind of wedding they want yeah. me to crash it because yeah. I will make their day if I She's crash just it. Assuming She's assuming so that we want you to crash, <laughs> crash our, our wedding, wedding. <laughs> which I'm sorry, but if the DJ's turn, if I'm like in a mood and the DJ's playing the right music, I don't want Oprah trampling herself no. onto my no. little uh, dance floor. Sorry, Oprah. I love I just, you, but I mean, she's, not now. There's things that annoy me. Like, you know, when she's like, the whatever she's like, you, you know, whatever she'll say, like, <laughs> you get a car, <laughs> you get a car, yeah. you get a, yeah, Oprah's but she's like, Megan and Harry. Yeah, <laughs> you know, like, does that kind of stuff. Like the fact that she, that annoys me when she does that. Yeah, it's that annoying. She would like think it's okay to just go crash someone's wedding and that it will be welcomed. No, because oh, yeah. I'm Oprah. Because she's Oprah. Yes, exactly. Yeah. I just thought that was funny. Uh, that I don't is think funny. we're ever going to talk about her again. No, I think I think just... we're we're good. We're okay. good on Oprah. Okay, okay. Jesse, let's transition. We're taking a hard left. Mm-hmm. But um, I was I'm very excited about this hard left because we're going to talk about the Atlanta ladies, yes. which I, you and I. They are like my sweet treat. They are me too, dude. I am ride or die for the Atlanta ladies and the New York ladies. They bring it. And I just, I freaking love these women. So many, oh my God, so many good moments. But, um, I I love that, um, Cynthia's husband, Mike threw a little shade on Drew because Cynthia's on the phone and she's like, Oh, Mike, um, do you like Monica, the singer? Um, do you like that song Angel by Monica? He's all, yeah, I like when she sings it. She was like, okay, oh. Mike. <laughs> yeah. Okay, shady Mike. And then, uh, oh, and then, um, of course, Kenya's asshole husband continues to be an asshole. Right. But she made a comment that, you know, she had served him papers and she basically thinks that his reaction was, 
you know, filing for divorce in a state where he can't even really get a, a divorce from her was just his form of like retaliating because right. she humiliated him. Cause you know, dude's such a narcissist. Mm-hmm. Oh, 100%. Like, Oh, how dare you? You're going to serve me papers. Well, well I'm going to divorce your ass in New York, but and it wasn't even real. So yeah. yeah. He's a real dick. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Kenya revealed that her dad was not invited to her wedding, which mm-hmm. she regrets. But, you know, it, it's like if you're not – she said that she didn't invite her dad because she believed that he wouldn't get along with Mark. Mm-hmm. But isn't that also kind of telling too? Yes. You know oh, what I mean? Like if your dad's not going to get know, along with him, I know. maybe he's not the right dude. I know. And she is getting therapy because she's trying to figure out what – why am I going for someone who is emotionally unavailable, which – it seems like the most who should be the most important figures in her life were not her yes. mom doesn't even oh, claim yeah. her as hers and her dad obviously that's a strained relationship but she's going to hold on to it because like she doesn't have anybody else and he's still living and um but yeah she's trying to work through I think you know why she maintains to have these people yeah, in her life which is good um and then also. Um, I also have a hot take. Like, I don't know about you, but these ladies, you know, getting on Kenya because they're like, well, if I could have brought my daughter, I would have brought my daughter. I, I they would, they don't want to bring their daughter no, on a girl's don't. trip. Nobody wants not to bring their daughter. Bola was going to be would, around. Yeah, no. That would not right. have been appropriate, right. but like, yet they're all claiming I get, if I had the option or something. I would have. Yeah. For some reason, I don't really know why, but I would have, I think I would have wanted my friend to tell me if she's bringing her daughter mm-hmm. just so I can mentally just go, Prepare, okay, right. check. Mm-hmm. Okay. She's going to be there. Mm-hmm. But like to kind of be blindsided by it is a little, it is annoying right. that she just like took it upon herself to bring her daughter. Didn't think to tell anybody. Right. Kind of feel I like kind she, of like, I mean, she says, you know, and she, that's, she said it in a, a couple episodes ago, she doesn't have a village to help her raise her child. Yeah, and yeah. she doesn't, I don't think she's never even hired anybody. This nanny that goes with them on this trip is like a new nanny. Yeah. So I, in a way I do feel for her a little bit, like maybe she felt like there was nobody else that could take care of her, Mm -hmm. you know, take care of her daughter that she trusted. And, and I do understand as a, from Mm -hmm. a mom's standpoint, I would never leave my child with anybody. I don't care if I get serious FOMO, Mm want to go across the world on a trip. If I don't feel comfortable with who I'm leaving my child with while I'm not going on the trip. Right. Or I'm bringing her with me like she did. So I get that too. But should she have informed them? Just at least tell them, give me a heads up. And I think that's what set them all off. You know, I don't believe for a second that they wanted to bring their kids on that damn trip. I mean, that's ridiculous. Um, But I mean, it is why she brought the private jet though, right? Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) That would have been maybe a little bit more telling, you know? Yeah, exactly. Um, And then Kenya and Drew's dinner. I I have a note that I just literally... I wanted to fast forward through it, but I didn't because I just thought it was boring. Um, but it, it, the warm up with the brrr, oh yeah, <laughs> what she's the getting hell? ready for uh, fifty cent wedding. Gonna, oh yeah, fi- fifty yeah. cent. So she fifty yeah cent. yeah she yeah. I think she's you know warming up. No, I loved that part. I was just like, oh my god, Drew, like what are you doing? Yeah, and what did you think about them the the whole split the check issue? Right, I was going to ask would you, have handled you that. You know what? I'm a grown ass woman. Explaining yeah. the check makes me uncomfortable. Yeah. I would rather, and it's not like I have money. Like even yeah. if I, I probably like there have been times where the it's so uncomfortable for me that when there's multiple people at a table, yeah. when you're like, okay, well, but remember you got two I don't glasses like of wine, no. but you got the appetizer, but you didn't need any of that one. I would rather be like, you guys, Just, put it on my credit card. Yeah. I'll pay it off over five years. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> At eighteen point nine nine percent, it's all good. But can we please just like not do this? Like, I'd rather, yes, I would rather. So I don't like splitting a check now. If I was twenty, maybe. Yeah, you know, 
but not now. I just feel like, can we just all put it on one check? Yeah. Uh, so I'm with you. Mm-hmm. I agree. I cringe when people yes. do that. And I also don't like when you bust the phones out. And everybody's calculating yes. the, I don't know. And I, that's okay. <laughs> like the calculators. Mouth. Yes. Yeah. Like I get it. Here's where I stand on it. Typically, like with my group of friends, a lot of times it's like one person just buys it and, oh, you get it next time. Right. Or, or we're going to go to this next place. You get me a couple drinks or I don't know. We kind of mm-hmm. work it out that way. I don't like to pick apart the check and go, well, me you either. had two sodas. I only had a water. You had a, a freaking tequila, mm-hmm. you know, blah, blah, blah. If we're going to split the check, I just want to do it evenly and yeah, not going to say, or pick it apart. Say, like, you know, like, so the, so if you didn't drink, well, that's your bad. Yeah. And I drank 10 margaritas, yeah. so, but I'm still only going to pay yeah. 150 bucks. <laughs> You're going to pay 150 bucks. Yeah. You had like water, chips, and salsa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, no. <laughs> I just usually like, we did it this morning for the brunch. We did split the check, but we literally just looked at each other and let's put all our cards in. Yes. I don't care who got a more expensive right. meal. You yes. got one drink more than me. Let's just split it because it's yes. just easier that way. Right. I know everybody's different, right. but like, yeah, picking apart the check is so annoying. Oh, it's annoying and yeah. Um. So then, oh, of course. And then everybody's wondering like, who leaked the story to page six? Mm -hmm. And I love how Kenya freaking Captain Obvious. She's like, well, I don't know who did it, but I think it was definitely an inside job. (sighs) No shit, Sherlock. Sherlock, Yeah. (laughs) And also she looked guilty as fuck. Uh, My verdict is Kenya 100% leaked leaked the story. And she even said like, well, maybe the TMZ. She did. So like, I wouldn't leak it there. Yeah. I would, I would, if I was talking to TMZ and something else, I would have. Yeah. Kenya, you are not a good savvy criminal because you looked so guilty. And I was focusing in on Kenya's face while they were talking about it. And that tells a lot. Mm -hmm. And to me, she looked so guilty. So I think 100% she leaked that shit. Yeah. Um, Definitely. What do you think about Cynthia not having a prenup? Um, someone said something about with her first husband, mm-hmm. she didn't, and yes. that she should learn from that mistake. And I don't remember yeah, anything coming out with Peter, like that yeah. something happened with the like them not having a prenup. And yeah, was, I think her mom, I think Cynthia's mom and sister didn't like that there was no right. prenup, yeah, and they, they didn't want the flashback yeah. to her mom saying like, "So if you go and choke on a chicken bone and like die, <laughs> he's gonna come for like my money." Yeah, like, no, yeah. So I don't know. As far as prenups, I, uh, you know. I don't know. Me and Steve met each other and like, it's not like we were like super wealthy or anything. So I don't even think it, I don't think it's even a thought for people who don't have a lot of assets, Mm -hmm. but I can 100% get on board if you are two people who each have a lot of assets or one has a lot of assets, the other doesn't. I don't think it should be an uncomfortable conversation. I don't think it should be an uncomfortable conversation. And I don't think it puts a damper on your marriage. It's reality. I'm sorry, but look at the fact-based evidence, 50% of marriages don't work out. Shit happens. Mm -hmm. Like I want to be protective, protected. If I worked hard my whole freaking life and I've got a few million, or I don't know if I've got a couple condos or something, I deserve to like have an insurance policy that says, Hey, if you cheat on me and we divorce, or if I, you know, whatever, if something happens, I want to have my shit, right? Like you're not going to take half of it. Cause I worked mm-hmm. so hard mm-hmm. for 20 years before I met you. I don't think it's cool that you can just slide in and right. get half right. just cause we were married. I don't, 
like right. that. I don't either. And I think she should get a prenup. I they seem too. both successful in their own right. And I mm-hmm. think that that's something that she should do. Well, my girl Candy, one of my favorite housewives, mm-hmm. definitely got a prenup. That's and right. I... Did she ever question it? Because her mom, you know, is also somebody who's very vocal and can like didn't like Oh, her. she didn't like Todd. She right. was awful to Todd. And it was an issue for a while between Candy and Todd. But in the end, Candy got her prenup. And right. I think it's the smartest thing. It I think smart. it's so smart. Right. She is a very savvy, smart businesswoman. So I had no doubt she was going to follow through with it, mm-hmm. no matter what Todd or mm-hmm. anybody thought. So, right. I mean, we all can, I, uh, we all know that at the beginning of a relationship and probably maybe hopefully at the time that you're getting married, you are still so much in love and there is like a honeymoon phase, yeah. but you have to be smart for the future yeah. because we all know that fades. Oh yeah. I, I, I literally used, I, in, I think like in our, um, vows to my husband, I said, like, I even love, I love the smell of his breath. Yeah. Like, yeah, I love, I loved him so much. I loved how his breath smelled. Now, now that, I'm like, now, now, turn the other way. Can you shut your mouth? Can you like, do you have to breathe like that? Like, is it, like I can't stand it. He's all, but it was in your vows, babe. I, I don't give a fuck about the vows. <laughs> That was then. This is right, now. Right. So a prenup is, you, you know, if a relationship has a normal life cycle for the most part. Right. We all go through the honeymoon phase and then yeah. there's like a maintenance period till you, till something happens. Yes. <laughs> Whether so that's like true. true. Yeah. So it's smart, but we still, did I, did my husband and I get it? No, we were in an apartment in Westwood. Oh yeah. When you we know, had nothing. Yeah. We, I was like going to nursing school. Like we had nothing. Mm-hmm. So so no it's not reason. even a thought. It's yeah. really, I don't think it's a thought that even enters the minds of people who don't maybe have any kind of assets, right. you know, or a significant right. amount of assets. And I but, hope if we come into some major windfall now, he would just, let's say we didn't, God forbid. Yeah. Like, I have no plans to no, do anything. No, don't. But like, I, we love just, let, I mean, there wouldn't be like a, this is your, what, you know, what are we going to say? I know. It exactly. Should just be down the middle, hopefully. Yeah, exactly. I know. Um, yeah, I'm all about a prenup. And then, um, but speaking of, uh, her wedding though. Oh yeah. It's <laughs> a lot of shit going wrong with <laughs> yeah. 50 cents wedding. Seems I like loved, a real disaster. Yeah. I loved how Bravo had, um, cause it seems like there's something like, is it a sign from the universe? Are they, I mean, I already have wait. a feeling cause like the whole pandemic and how she was so hung up on getting married on this day. Yeah. No matter come hell or high water. But she, but it had to be a 150 plus guest wedding for yeah. her to want it. Anyways. They did a little like ding check mark list of shit that's gone wrong, mm-hmm. which is Let a me lot. Let just go over it really mm-hmm. quick. So her mom needs a new dress because mm-hmm. the dress doesn't, doesn't show up. Fit. It's gonna go. It's gonna come after the wedding day. Mm-hmm. Um, two bridesmaids are out. Oh yes, I think due to the pandemic, right? They lost a groomsman. Yes, Mike's ring doesn't fit, and it came all the way from England. <laughs> it's too small. He just and, his uh, ring tatted. Yeah, and her daughter Noelle's dress doesn't fit. Okay, so really, this thing is starting off on a bad foot. Uh, yeah. Okay. They did get married. And now, speaking of weddings, how do you? Like, I do not love. In fact, I actually really don't like wedding episodes. I didn't watch Tamara and Eddie's. Mm-hmm. I didn't. I don't watch the wedding episodes. I truly don't. I don't. Want I don't know why, it's, but I don't care. I know because it almost why looks like I a care? produced. Um, like when you hire a videographer for yeah. a wedding. I if I went to your wedding. I then don't need to see yeah. the video, even though I do have a video of one of your w- weddings and it's funny, but it's because it's so long ago. But 
I, yeah, I don't, it's an audience. No, I want to see, I don't want to see this whole thing of them coming down. I don't the aisle. care. I, I feel Why like it's a waste of an episode. To, I, I, it's too cheesy. It's too, we just want the drama. I just want the, I just want like, the put ladies the, put the camera at the out table. in the wild. Yeah. I just want the ladies yeah. out in their uh, natural habitat. Yes. I don't want to see anything overproduced. I Where don't they care. Have to, it's like them being in church. Like you yeah. have to be a kind of on, you're not going to try to yeah. like, hopefully throw a lot of shade at someone's wedding. Yeah. So they're not up to no good. The weddings are boring. I'm sorry. Weddings, the reception is a blast. Yeah. I don't love sitting there watching you tell each other how much you love the vows. It's boring. I know. Trust me. And I, me and Steve tried to make ours like short and sweet, but you know, I think we wrote vows for each other. Mm -hmm. We did. And I feel like, you know, it was heartfelt and I loved it, but I'm also conscious of the fact that like, dude, I don't want to be standing up here for 30 minutes. People are going to fade out. Right. (laughs) So that's part of it. Maybe like, I just don't care to see it. Right. I don't know. I don't like wedding episodes. No, I don't either. Um, and can we talk about the, can we talk about the, uh, pumpkin Marlowe's, uh, Marlo's uh, harvest festival? Yeah. Can we, <laughs> first I love her. Marlo, well, first of all, just I, give the, her a damn peach already. I, I, I know. I really need her to get paid more money so that mm-hmm. she has like more incentive to like stay. Yeah. She must get paid something. They must get. Yeah. Something. I would imagine. Yeah. But her, let's talk about their outfits. Oh my God. I, that's, I like loved it. I loved their outfits because they are in a pumpkin patch where it's dirt and mm-hmm. dust. It was a legitimate pumpkin. So much so that Portia, did you see her map? Like oh, how yeah. she got there and she how she was like five hours late. Like she got there when it was already dark. She missed the whole freaking thing. I put Narnia. I liked that. It's so funny. But it was so in the boondocks. Like it really was a legitimate pumpkin patch, mm-hmm. but they were wearing leather, oh. uh, uh, leather boots. Might have been pleather. I don't yeah, know. Pleather, I, Drew's yes. might have been pleather. It looked really sweaty, yes. but it was fun to look at. Oh my gosh. It was pleather or leather from head to toe. Loved it. Super squeaky right. at a pumpkin patch, yes. which was amazing. I think they even got on the back of a tractor. Or, uh, no, the, they did. What, what was that? What, yeah. They, uh, <laughs> they got to ride around. Whatever you around. do in yeah. rides. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I also love that like only the Atlanta ladies twerk for each other as somebody's car pulls up to be <laughs> greeted for the first time. <laughs> like Porsche's pulling up 20 million hours late and Shamia's over there tweaking. <laughs> oh, girl. <laughs> oh, my God. Not yes. tweaking, twerking. Did I say tweaking? Yeah. <laughs> she was not hitting an eight ball. She was <laughs> she was dropping it like it's hot. She was twerking. Is that what like <laughs> I it go up and down, making it clap. Sorry guys. <laughs> uh, yeah, they don't was, tweak, yeah, they, they twerk, twerk for each other, which is freaking amazing. Yeah. Um, can you twerk the next time I come to your house, please? hundred percent. Thank you. Um and that's really it. Next week it looks like Fitty Cent's wedding's going down and Latoya and Drew get into it. Yeah. So we'll bring the drama. Maybe continued. that's the time she says, you were looking for God. You were looking for some dick. <laughs> dick. Dick. <laughs> dick. I can't even say it without laughing. Dick. <laughs> All right. Let's talk about Jersey. Okay. Not much. No. Went on. And um, I don't know. Teresa can't shut her mouth about Jackie. And of course she says, I don't want to talk about it anymore. I don't want to talk about it. But anyway, and then she goes and brings up Jackie. Mm-hmm. And in the beginning she says, well, it's a good thing Jackie wasn't here because I would have drowned her. <laughs> Ingredients. Drowned it. Yeah. She cannot get it right. Teresa. Come on, honey. Even though we love it, but it's like, God. I know. Speaking of tree, she was literally wearing her her outfit what's it, a bathing suit cover mm-hmm. 
I have a note that says macrame plant hanger for a cover up. Oh yeah. That's what it looked that like to me. Shit was crocheted. Yeah. Like, a crochet. Yeah. And it was stretched to the max. Oh yeah. And it just was so fun to look at. It was so <laughs> ugly. And like, look, she is like the, she, her body is banging so she can get away with a lot, but that just was not cute. No, I know. Wasn't cute, but it's fun to look at. It was. And then of course, Jennifer tells Melissa about the drama with Michelle, the realtor Mm -hmm. about the whole grow with Gorga event Mm -hmm. and that the realtor is claiming Gorga, you know, Joe Gorga owes her husband tens of thousands of Mm -hmm. dollars. He never paid him. And of course, Melissa's shocked. What? No way. Why would he, you know? So then they go inside, and of course, Tree. She never supports her sister-in-law. She is loyal to or nobody her but brother, Tree. Obviously, yes. in this situation, Teresa is loyal only to herself. One hundred. And she's like, "Well, it doesn't annoy me that Michelle's talking crap about my about my brother. Right. But of course, if it was the other way right. around, she'd be like, you're my brother. You better you, defend me.' That's what that's what she Melissa says said. that to Melissa all the time. Right. You better have my back. Right. Where she has none of their backs, and it is such a double standard. Mm-hmm. But I feel like what's interesting because she, of course, she's not going to defend her brother, but she also said, "Yeah, well, my she's like, I don't know, maybe he is capable of doing that because my husband just said, hey, just sign right here, yes. just do right here, and he's she's like, and then I was in jail, yeah, <laughs> or then I was, and in, then prison. I was in prison, yeah. or I went to camp, <laughs> yeah, went to camp, kids, mom's going to camp. So I I do believe that she was like maybe you know, but she wasn't. Still not, she wasn't going to defend him anyway. Which isn't that like, you know, low key shade on her brother? Uh, you know, no, I mean, it's yeah. pretty much that she's shading her brother. No. She's not having his back. No. She always yeah. says like, whatever, have my back, but she doesn't have anybody. She's back. trying to destroy their marriage. Yes. There's a lot of things that she's done dirty to them. And oh, that's like her is... brother who she should be sticking up for. And she does not. Yeah. Which he sticks up for at the end of the episode, which but you and I will get falls. to. And it, yeah. fall, it fell real <laughs> flat, yeah. real flat. Nice, nice try, Joey yeah. Gorga. But Melissa does call uh, Joe to tell him like right away mm. while she's still at the house. And I was, he's like on the boat. He's probably like, what now? Like first of all, I think like, you know, it's like this poor guy. Yeah. Um, but he says, he's like, no, it was like amount paid in full. Like I was billed this amount and I, I paid, paid this amount. She thinks that what's going to, he said, what's going to come up from this is that maybe it made a lot more money. I don't even know what this deal, or maybe that the event Grow made with more Gorga? money. I have no idea. Really? It oh made that God, much that more money. Like but anyways, scam now, and a half. yeah, but this guy feels like he's entitled maybe now to money after the fact when mm-hmm. he was basically presented a bill and he paid it in full. It's like right. what he says. Yeah. So that's, which there should be literal receipts mm-hmm. right. for that. Yeah, so, so I mean, we can prove it. real quick who's right. lying and who's not. Right. Um, and then, uh, okay, so Jennifer, I can't, Jennifer's not my favorite, okay? She annoys the crap out of me, but um, so does her style. Yeah. <laughs> or lack you did thereof. That before. Yes. Lack thereof. Yes. Her, the Chanel necklace, the Chanel necklace. It's la- everything's Just because it's Chanel it right. doesn't mean it's cute. Right. And also, or it needs to be like ginormous. It might be and, faux nail. Like right. it might be like she bought like it on Bolo's Amazon. outfit. Yeah, but. <laughs> Remember? No, that was real. <laughs> That was authentic. That Chanel. was authentic. Chanel. Um, but I just, I can't. I know. Jennifer, it's, she needs a stylish, her home just needs tone a it down severe or makeover. Just, yeah, just a little bit. Tone it down. Um, and then Jenner, Jenner, Marge's, oh, Marge's boss. Oh, oh she's got, well, she's, she announces that she's going to, she got a book write deal. A book. She got a book deal, yeah. which is super cool. And I, I can imagine Marge would be somebody who lived an interesting life. 
I think she probably, um, probably has a lot of stories to tell. So, and I, I would, I'm, I think I would read it. I love Marge, but she reveals that she had a boss who was 20 years older than her and she felt maybe obligated and, um, pressured into sleeping with him. And she said she caved and you know what? Of course, Jennifer judged the shit out of it, which I was like, screw you, Jennifer. She's like, we don't need to read about it. Yeah, I no, want to read about I it. I want to read about it. Yeah. And you know what? That's Marge coming out and telling her truth. Marge is a very honest person. Um, you know, whereas Jennifer, I think Jennifer would never reveal something like that. Whatever. Go be judgy. But, you know, that is not to get super serious, but that is a problem that a lot of women deal with, oh, especially yeah. before you come of age and mature and understand like men are not in charge. Mm -hmm. I do not have to submit to a man. If he's making me feel uncomfortable or making me feel like, you know, his flirtation should be accepted by me so that I can get a raise or that my promotion is predicated on how I flirt with him or receive his Mm -hmm. stupid sexual innuendos. You know, I know a lot of women sort of fall victim to this and they have regrets later and they're like, I really wish I would not have ever slept with that man. Had it been now, I'd have told him to fuck off. But back then, I wasn't confident enough. The men were in charge. You know, the men. This is. I'm guessing. I think in the 80s. Yes. What I'm thinking. It's like a good old boys club. You know, in the corporate world. So I. I, Very pre me too. Hashtag me too. I mean, it's like we. A lot of people know better now. Yeah. But I can only imagine back then. And what did she say she worked for? I was thinking it was something like sort of fashion. Oh, it was fashion. Oh, I don't know. Okay, that's what I was just wondering. Anyway, I didn't make a note about that, but I just thought that was like okay, Marge. You know, I, I. I would read her book. And Jennifer, yes, we do want to know. I literally want to know about that. Everybody exact wants thing. to know about that. Experience. that. Yeah. yeah so sorry. Sorry. Marge is more interesting than you. Um, <laughs> okay. So, you know, Marge is always getting her. She loves her some iced coffee. Uh, yeah. Joe, Joe, let me get some iced coffee. Make these girls some iced coffee. Just turn on the, push the button. Oh, let me do it myself. Get want some iced coffee. coffee. Um, right before she walks into a coffee shop, probably to get iced coffee, mm-hmm. I noticed that the in, that the song that was playing um, as she walked in the door of the coffee shop sounds really like a lot like our podcast intro song. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty sure they stole it from us. That's you where I was going. Like, better check that. Quick. I, I'm sure there's no copyright. Yeah, forty five dollars for that, <laughs> and it is so banging. Thank you. Um, but I thought that was interesting. And then, okay, so I was annoyed. I love Jackie only because she stands up to Tree. Mm-hmm. But otherwise, I find her to be, I don't know, a little boring. Yeah. Um, but I thought it was so annoying that she's so sad that her grown husband, right. probably in his 40s, has to... Or how, old, how old did he turn? Uh, Whatever. I don't keep track. But that her grown husband had um, has to keep that image in his mind on his birthday forever. It's yeah. going to be cemented in his mind that a rumor was passed around. And I just want to do a redo because I just can't... St- it's like, listen, he's I not know. 12. I know. He's, he's fine. He's a full-grown-ass man. Yeah, he is going to be fine, right. Jackie. Please quit harping. You don't need another birthday party for right. him. Right. So she did a redo, and it was whatever. Um, but, of course, that's where Joe Gordon... <laughs> Joe... <laughs> Joe Gorga put forth a valiant effort to support his sister. 
that he says i think it lasted like a minute he was like and he then he had to admit it like okay that was away. yeah it's like okay joey shut your mouth and evan so joe joe gorga said something to the effect of well i don't know i think Teresa might have been trying to protect you you know like women uh supporting women or what do you yeah, say women the, yeah tell each other yeah, what's trying going to tell on you before like you yeah trying to trying to trying to support you and evan's like Joe, that's the dumbest thing I've ever right. heard. <laughs> and then Joe's face probably gets a little red. He's looking around like, fuck. But then, of course, he says in his confessional, he's like, yeah, I no, don't know. I tried. right then to them. Oh, right I thought then, he, goes, he goes, yeah, you're dumb. That was dumb. Oh, he's like, yeah, that was okay. Dumb. I thought and then it was in his, confe- in his confessional. He's like, you know, my father, the one thing I told my father is that I protect my sister. <laughs> I look Great. out for her. like, but she makes it really hard. She to makes do that, it so, so effing yeah, hard. Like I could never be her friend or like her family member because I am sorry. You just can't defend yeah. Teresa yeah. on most of the shit she does. Yeah. Um, it's so funny. And I, you know, I love like, again, the guys, like I really feel like, cause at that, at Jackie's redo birthday, the guys are all sitting together and they are like, Hey, Evan, you know, we missed you last week at our oh. card game. And they're like, we're expecting to bring the girls. <laughs> like, really like poking fun and being sarcastic yeah. about what he's currently going through and these yeah. like allegations of having like extramarital affairs or whatever. And they all laugh. And I'm like, you know what? That's all that needs That's to be. But no, be. we're on episode 5,000 of this possible Evan, you know, uh, situation. And these men are truly like the anecdote to like these women. But we wouldn't have a show if it was just the men, you know, there oh, wouldn't be any drama for they us to talk each about each other. Yeah. But quite frankly, the men are far more entertaining at I this point them. than the women. I, I mean, if it weren't for them, there would probably be no laughs. Right. Honestly. I would want to sit at their table. Like, oh, I would 100% want to yes, be at their poker night. Yes. <laughs> oh my God. That was funny though. Um, and then last week during poker when Frank was like, uh, so anybody, uh, did your wife ever, has your wife ever hit you up and wanted to bring a woman into the bedroom? So yeah. <laughs> they're like, oh, what? <laughs> like, okay. He's so funny. I know. Um, I also noticed that at that redo Evan birthday party that was so such a snooze fest, um, <laughs> Melissa was picking the cheese and pepperonis off of her oh, pizza. Right. So I want to know, was she going to eat the carbs or was she going to eat, is she keto? Right. And she was going to eat the pepperonis and cheese. I, I don't know. I mean, if she ate the bread, I'd be shocked. I mean, she has like an amazing body yeah. and she's in shape. And I think she doesn't eat a lot of carbs. I think she's going to eat the cheese and yeah. pepperoni. Maybe I would god, like to know. At least actually, dip it in a little ranch. Yeah. Have some so, fun. oh my god, my daughter like hates the cheese off her pizza. I'm like, give it to me. Oh my god, give it's me the best part. All the cheese. Yeah, I don't want the bread. The I know. Crust, when like, I so away. I went keto like a couple years ago, and now I'm like keto ish. Mm-hmm. But um, I would do that too. Like when Steve would order pizza, I could still enjoy the pizza every now and then. But I would just pick all the pepperoni and the cheese off and just dip it but in a little bit of ranch. But you have eat a whole pizza's worth of toppings? I don't know. How would you get full? Or did Maybe you I ate full? other stuff with it. When you're keto and you, when after guess, a while, yeah. you don't need as much right. food to fill you up. Yeah, like, you're like not, your sugar craving's gone. You're, yeah, yeah. And you're eating all this fat and fat really does carry you over for a mm-hmm. long time to where you forget to eat dinner. You're like, oh my God, I haven't eaten dinner yet, mm. which is pretty amazing. It is. Um, and then Jennifer, who said Jennifer can't stop licking Teresa's asshole? Yeah, I, I think, agree I think it was statement. Jackie because Jennifer tried again at the redo birthday dinner to defend Teresa. 
and, and her effort and doing, God, I don't know what. Yeah, she did defend besides, besides her like friend. Destroying everything. Yeah. yeah. But saying that she was not doing that. Yeah, yeah. And she hates Melissa so much. They have like a history that I'm sure she would only take Teresa's side. But also, I think that I'm sorry, but she's a. She's afraid of Teresa. Right. Most people will not go against Teresa. And I think that Jennifer is one of them. So it's, right. it's easy for her to take Teresa's side over Melissa. Plus her and Melissa have kind of a sordid past. So she's just like any reason to like come after uh, any reason to not be on Melissa's side. Right. Um, but really there was not that much that happened, no. but I did see next time Jennifer gets shit face shocker. Oh yeah, that really, I know, but I mean, she so, gets, I mean, like I think needed to be called, like they needed yeah. to call 911. Right. So, we'll so see. that is going to be interesting. And then both of the Gorgas confront the husband and the realtor mm-hmm. about this whole, uh, what's it called? Growing with Gorga yes. saga. Right. So more to come on that, but I don't know. Did you have any other notes about no. nothing much happened no. on either episode? We hit everything. All right. Well, I guess we should get out of here. I'm going to yeah. get some, you know, sleep after day drinking. Was and- this less than 500,000 minutes? Uh, because not. <laughs> no, because you're not. Oh, this is pretty good. We're at an hour and 13 minutes. Okay. And there's a couple edits. So okay. actually we just covered Megxit. Atlanta and New Jersey in less than 500,000 hours. We're getting so good. We are like getting really good. Yeah. It's probably because we didn't tell any sidebar stories. <laughs> Not that we don't have them. <laughs> yeah, I know. And we also didn't talk about any like, I don't know, hot topics. In right. The beginning. I know. Megan, Megan and Harry were the hot topic, as you said, before yes. we started recording. Right. So we anyway. About, no, 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 the other stuff. Yeah. Well, I love you and I love cannot you wait till episode four. Let's get out of here. All right. You guys, thanks so much for joining us on this episode of Judgy and Juryish. Also, don't forget to check out my other podcast, which is called Murderish, and you can find it anywhere you get your podcasts. Hit subscribe wherever you're listening now so you don't miss any new episodes. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Judgy Juryish and join our Facebook group. Just search for Judgy and Juryish podcast on Facebook to join. And please leave us a five-star rating and review in your favorite podcast app. But make it nice or we might have to check you, boo. And remember, fix your face and stay looking hot because you do not want to end up with a crappy mugshot. Bye. Bye.